This PGA Championship edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically. Automatically match your first deposit up to $100 That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hey, everybody, Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this, let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Well, it's golf. It, we're talking golf, Sean. That can yes. only mean one thing: golf guys wearing golf clothes, talking <laughs> golf bets. Yes. Uh, the uh, of course we are rocking. You're rocking your Masters polo, and I'm rocking the Masters hat. Uh, <laughs> Steve Shermer, when he went to the Masters, was kind enough to pick these up for us. I, again, I was like, "Oh, this hat's awesome!" But then in my head, I go, "When am I going to wear this hat? Is it for four days out of the year? Like, what am I going to?" And so now, anytime we talk golf. On the show, I'm getting some hat use in because it is a sweet hat. It's a great logo and a great time to get down on golf over at winbet.com. Of course, bet big, win bigger on winbet, and they got an awesome promotion going down. That's right. Uh, if you bet a hundred dollars. Uh, or more, obviously, on the major golf championship this week. You'll get entered to win a two night stay at the Win Las Vegas, including a round at the Win Golf Club. Multiple entries are allowed. So, again, if you bet a uh, thousand bucks on the PGA championship between Thursday and Sunday, or, or obviously the, the championship runs Thursday to Sunday, if you bet a thousand bucks, you get 10 entries. So, every hundred dollars. Uh, you're good to go there. And of course, sign up over at winbet.com and uh, click the opt in on the golf trip to the win Las Vegas. Ryan, we see that course every time we're out there and it is just sparkling green. Looks awesome. Um, make sure you get in over there. And uh, as we know, offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. These next two gentlemen, they don't have a gambling problem. They're winning. That's right. For joining us here to talk the PGA Championship, co host of the Golf Gambling Podcast. First up, Mr. Steve Shermer. Steve, what's happening, man? How much, gentlemen? Looking very dapper tonight. Yes. Thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, breaking down the second major of the year and uh, yeah, firing off some pretty uh, hot takes tonight. Yes. Hot takes are loaded. What, what's up, Brian? L- look good. 
play good, play good. They pay good. I think that's what Deion, Deion said. Sanders. Uh, and I, I, I bring it back to the hat, Sean. Yeah. You, you are now joining the Mount Rushmore of esteemed fans of of things like Rob Lowe in the NFL. <laughs> yes. So congratulations. Well, again, it's if you like a certain golfer, what, what do you wear? Like you, I you rock like you, a Nike golf. You can't you rock can, like a Tiger hat. You can love the Masters. Like yeah. it's an event that you can love. So it's not quite like and, the and NFL. PGA Championship. If you're listening, I don't know what your logo is. But I would certainly wear that hat if it's a free. <clears throat> if they're paying you, right? Yeah. Or it's free? Nah, if it's free, you're or, not doing too much. I mean, I mean, I am rocking a Coors Light shirt. They are no longer. They're not. There's their spot. Their ad run ended. But I talked to the Coors Light guy. I go, is it okay if I still talk about how awesome yeah, Coors mean, Light is, even though you're not currently paying me? He said, yeah, that's totally. Nah, we got get. We got a gift bag. We got a Coors Light gift bag. It's worth Join, it. Join uh, as well. <laughs> Steve Shermer's <laughs> co-host, the uh, the the yin to the yang. I don't know which one of you guys is yin or yang. Boston Capper, what's up, Capper? What's up, guys? How you guys doing? I, I mean, I appreciate the corporate shilling you just did right there. That yes. is, uh, gotta that gotta awesome. get as many shout outs. I love shouting out corporations, especially uh, hey, they keep uh, the lights on. I'm gonna tell the story again because it's relevant, but I wish everyone could have seen Sean talking to the Coors light rep explaining how this was a dream scenario. He was happy to, 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 to talk about Coors light because it is his personal favorite beer. Yeah. And, and uh, you should have seen the Coors light guy. He, he was in heaven he, slash maybe didn't give a shit, but also seemed like he was yeah, in heaven. Yeah. Anyway. He's, a, he's a Coors light rep. Let's the guy's, the guy's ice cold. It's cold as the Rockies. Uh, we're getting cap post uh, Celtics law. Non-cover, of course. Kramer and I being NBA sharps all over that. I also said Jimmy Butler would have a massive game. Dog. Dog. Sean, remember when you tried to bet the spread and we called you a pussy? And you no, or, I sorry, tried to bet the money line <laughs> and we called you a pussy. Yeah, and You're I didn't welcome. appreciate that. You're welcome. I did end up betting the money line. I got it at minus one twenty, and mm. I said, you know what? I'm not going to let Ryan or Moon off get in my head. Doesn't matter. We're going to still win. I'm shot. Well, I, I got us at. at uh, I, I thought we were at golf levels. I got to turn us down to football levels. We're <laughs> jacked up tonight. Yeah. All right. Listen, the Celtics money line game two. That third quarter was an absolute fucking wretch. Like uh, unbelievable. Twenty-two to two run. That shit doesn't happen. And that's why I bet the plus fourteen and a half and plus ten and a half. One there cash, were, one didn't. It is what it is. There was a moment pre-show where where Capper and Sean were kind of belly aching about the NBA. <laughs> And I, I kind of had a moment where I looked over at Steve and I was like, oh yeah, he's feeling the same thing I am right now, which is the Shane train with Brian day. I mean, that's all we're thinking about. We don't care about the NBA. We're thinking about OTAs, mini camps, the giants, NFC East championship this year. Don't be reasonable. Steve, don't talk me down. Let's talk about God. Yeah, no, I, I have dreams of Thibodeau just coming across the oh. line, just slamming quarterbacks in the oh. ground because we haven't seen that in five years. Thanks, Dave Gettleman, finally addressing the position. So yeah, I told. Do you guys, the, do you guys still have Daniel Jones as your quarterback? I was just I, curious. Yeah, you know, just, that's just details. You okay? stepped details. on the Mister Jones drop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I just I, I wasn't sure if the. The quarterback was an important position. I, I told the I wife. I can't remember if it is or not. So I if told, you still have Daniel Jones, I don't give a fuck who else you have. I expressed sincerely suck. to the wife that uh, this was the most aroused I've been about a, a male athlete in some time. Kayvon Thibodeau, let's fucking go. I wish I could have put him in my DFS lineup this week. 
Okay. I want a dick rubbed on me. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes. Oh, old dick. school. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I, I had to dust that off. All right. We're going to talk PGA championship. Why is that on there? <laughs> I was, well, I'm on the second page of the drops because we have to talk about this. Um, we're we're going to hit on some big uh, topics. Then we're going to get to DFS idle and then uh, some long shot, any outright bets we like um, as well. This is Ryan. This is historic. This is the first time ever wow. that we have a days of our league for golf. Wow. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our league. Phil Mickelson <laughs> went out on a limb and said some things, some controversial things. And now he suffers some consequences. Where did Phil go? Is he in a coma? Will he come back? He wouldn't miss the PGA championship or would he Steve? I'll let you go as a, <laughs> as a TMZ golf guy. I can't wrap my head around it. Like I get it. He, he said some stuff about the Saudi government, which again, we could, that's a whole other kettle of fish as Norm McDonald used to say um, for another podcast. It, to me, it didn't seem like is everyone so in bed with the Saudis that they took it personally. Either way, whatever he said, it was like, okay, you know, he chirped a little bit. But now to to miss his chance to defend his PGA Championship title, like that, that him winning it last year was one of the coolest moments in golf. I thought, uh, it, like, is someone telling him not to show up? Is he embarrassed? I, I don't understand what's going on. Why is he not playing? I mean, I've had the theory that this is just a shadow ban. Uh, I think the Green Jackets at Augusta National basically didn't want the distraction, and they politely probably told him to stay away. I'm going to guess the PGA of America, which actually was one of the first governing bodies to support the PGA Tour in defending, you know, all these startup leagues and basically saying, yeah, like you know, the PGA Tour is going to can't, you know. Uh, ban players. We're not going to let them go too. And look like, you know, professional golf and all these golfers in general, just, they have a lot of PR people. Everything is about your image. And there's this, you know, they still try and hold out this whole like gentleman type, you know, appearance for everything. And just right now, Phil is a PR disaster between the Saudi <laughs> stuff. And listen, like, you know, all his gambling stories. I mean, <laughs> this is a friendly audience. To too, but for most people, most old golf curmudgeons that still aren't really acceptive of it, they don't like hearing about this stuff. So I think that it's, I think Phil should be here. I think well, whatever he suspension he should be he's on should probably end. And it's, it, it's enough. Yeah, it's he didn't play the masters. All right. You know, now we, we, we should get him into the studio, get him to accept his real men of DGEN's award yes. in person capper. Any, anything to add with the uh, Phil situation? I, it just seems it's just like a bummer I, as a, as a casual Phil fan is just a fan of golf. Like let the guy play like what the fuck. Yeah, it's not even let the guy play type thing. So the PGA doesn't give a flying fuck about whatever is happening in Saudi Arabia. We like we, no. me and Steve always call it the bone saw classic. Like it's clearly <laughs> a money grab. Like it's listen, the Saudi government is obviously a terrible fucking government. Yeah, but, and they do atrocities all the fucking time. But you know what? Before there was this rival league, they didn't give a shit about their players going over there and playing, did they? No, of course nope. not, because it was all about the money. It's all about exposure. They're getting money from over there too. They're like, take a look at some of the PGA sponsors. Oh, you're nice and clean and tidy. My dick, fucking. It, it's it's ridiculous. Like it, it, it's it's the it's the just trying to 
pose, right? And just being like, oh, look, we're taking a stand. We we care. They don't care. They only care about the competition. They're punishing the guy who had a big enough voice to go out and step out and stick his neck out on the line. Guess what? He got caught. It is what it is. And like, I don't know anybody who was backing him probably like ran away. I think it's bullshit. Look, look, I don't want fucking guys going over there to play for that fucking asshole yeah, country either. But, but the fact that the PGA is trying to play the holier than thou shit, like they always do is it's just fucking maddening. And it's, it's just frustrating. Well, look, I mean, like, like it's one thing for the PGA tour to be upset and try to cancel. I mean, literally Phil hired a group of attorneys to draft the Saudi league articles, articles of confederation to like, or, uh, corporation to basically submarine the PJ tour. So if they want to ban him, that's one thing, but this is the PJ of America. All these majors are different. They're, they're totally separate from the PJ tour. Yeah. And this should be about having the best players in the field. Now, granted, like Phil's a little washed up, but he's a past champion. Hey, he has last earned that year. right. As his, yeah. He's earned the right through all his play and all his championships to appear. You know, so that's he should be at this. It, whatever the PGA Tour does, that's one thing. These yeah. governing bodies should probably treat it a little separate at this point because they have nothing to do with the Saudi League. All these major championships are still going to be around even with that other league starting up. So, yeah, I, I don't understand. While I understand why the PGA Tour are saying the stance they're taking, let I don't understand play. why the let other him play. Reminds <laughs> me when Attica. Attica. <laughs> it reminds me when the fans stormed the gates at uh, Coney Island and, and tried to get Kobe. Kobayashi allowed in to the uh, Coney Island hot dog eating contest a decade ago. He was banned for similar uh, political reasons. A couple things. One, playing golf in the desert is dis- dis- destructive to your body. If you ever played in Vegas or any, what would dry, you know? You didn't play in Vegas dry, last time well, I was out there. Pussy. Because that Vegas is unrealistic. I'm just saying, like to play full time golf in a in a, a dry uh, heat is tough. Uh, two. The, the, they they can't spit in the face of the exemption. They let John Daly play still. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, there is some level of like, what are we doing here? And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, does Phil not draw? Is he not like someone oh. who draw? Like to me, that's like, are they not trying to get eyes on 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 the league? Like him playing would be super interesting. Something people would tune into. They talk about. I I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, we no, can move no, on. But yeah, no, you're you're hundred percent right. And if you think about it, like like Sean said, like last year, that was one of the coolest moments. In the entire year of sports, it was right after COVID, right when fans were let back. We had a wave of people behind Phil. He was a two hundred and one dog, and he beat fucking. Dog. God, I know I who's like, behind this, Sean. <laughs> shoot him, McGavin. First, first it was happy. Now it's fucking Phil. Jesus. All right. Now, obviously, the other major golf uh, story this week is eighteen dollar beers. Are you kidding me? Give us Phil Mickelson or eighteen dollar beers. You can't have. You can't. Bo- you can't do both. I mean, you guys go to sporting events, and I see this all over Twitter. Like, uh, beers are always wicked expensive. Go to Fenway. Go to whatever Dodger Stadium you guys have out there. They're fucking fifteen dollars. The move is to get the eighteen dollar liquor drink, mm. double it up for yeah. twenty two dollars, and you're drinking a double for twenty two versus an eighteen dollar beer. It's yeah, not here, hard. You're not translating this to Oklahoma prices. That's the that's the difference. Yes. An eighteen dollar beer in L.A. Okay. An eighteen dollar beer in it's Boston. It's a twelve ounce beer. Okay. An eighteen dollar beer in Oklahoma. That that's that's newsworthy, Capper. I forget who was it. Was it Max Homa or one of those guys that said like, "Well, it's a tall boy, so you know you're actually the value." It's like that was Brooks. Brooks. Oh, that was Brooks. Oh, company, the company line. Company man. Ultra. There. It's like, oh, you know, it's good value. You get tall boy, crush that. You'd be good. 
Um, <laughs> Steve, what about what about? Uh, let's talk about the course, the weather. What what do you expect uh, this weekend? All right. Well, I'll, I'll let my co-host handle the weather after I'm done, you know, nerding out about the golf course. So <laughs> I posted my article about, you know, talking about all the changes. Thank you. Talk about all the changes to Southern Hills uh, ever since the renovation of Gil Hansen two years ago. I posted a couple of videos. It's definitely worth watching. Here's the Cliff Notes version of basically what they did. Um, they did a lot of things. Basically, the biggest thing they did was they shaved all the rough around the green. So basically what this did was they exposed a lot of runoff areas you know, a lot of collection areas and the way these greens are shaped are very rounded off. There's a lot of false fronts. There's a lot of slope and undulation to it. If your ball kind of hits the wrong side of slope, it's not just going to go to the front of green. It might go 20, 30 yards all the way down the hill. And then you're left to a very difficult approach shot or you're left in a bunker. Those bunkers are very difficult to get out of. That was one big thing they did. They also converted the greens from Bermuda to bent grass. Uh, they also put this hydronic system basically controls the soil temperature to make sure the bent grass doesn't die in either oppressively hot Tulsa heat or when it gets frigid cold in uh, the winter. Uh, they expanded the fairways. They also recontoured some fairways too, created a little more sloping, some more uneven lies as well to make the balls kind of funnel to certain collection areas. And they had, they expanded the creek bed uh, uh, system in the golf course. Basically, there was one big creek that went around and there was little tributaries that when the course was first built in the Great Depression were there, over the sands of time, they got lost. They rebuilt those creeks. Now they come more into play around the fairways, around the greens, and how these fairways are cancer at this point. You know, once the ball hits the ground, it's going to play pretty firm this week. Ball's going to roll. And even if you hit the fairway this week, you know, it might roll down in, into the creek and then it's a penalty stroke. You know, it's kind of bad luck. You know, I, and I think like some of the guys I want this week are, you know, there's a lot of similarities to Augusta National. And sometimes at that place, you got to be patient. You got to understand that sometimes good shots aren't rewarded. You got to roll the punches. Um, I also I, noticed I, I like when I was. Looking, I like a course where good shots aren't rewarded. I feel like that's <laughs> plays to my strengths. Oh, exactly. so you're telling me uh, if I hit in the fairway, I still might end up in the creek. All right. Like my yeah, You know, I mean, these pros can hit. Handle it. So, yeah. you know, I also want a guy. I looked at a couple of uh, major championships with Bermuda grass. You know, some of the guys who are, you know, not necessarily the biggest bombers, but tend to hit a lot of fairways, tend to do pretty well there because this has very thick Bermuda rough. And Tiger Woods actually came up with a quote today. He was talking about the Bermuda rough saying, it's so unpredictable. You have to be out of it. Either you can get a flyer, it goes over the green, or it's just going to be dead. I think guys who are in the fairway a whole lot this week are going to have a big advantage because these greens are really small and hard to hit. Anytime you're in the fairway, it's going to be a big edge. And then around the green game, that's going to be really important this week. Uh, similar to, you know, when you handicap Augusta national and quite frankly, my betting card kind of looks a lot like, you know, guys I would pick for the masters. So yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, if you follow that general strategy, um, that should work. Although as my co-host is about to talk about the weather might create a lot of chaos. Here we go. Chaos capper. What, what are we worried about? It's fucking foobar, man. The, uh, I mean, it, it really is like, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Uh, so look, here's the problem, right? We're still what about two days out? This weather forecast has changed at least three times, but it doesn't matter. It's going to be windy. We just don't know when uh, on Thursday and Friday a lot. I mean, we're talking about like tornado force winds between seven and ten a.m. on Friday morning. Damn. So are they going to send these guys out? Are they not? And it really has. So that has an effect on like your DFS play, right? Like you don't want the PMAM stack if that's the case, but if they delay it, then it doesn't matter. So you kind of got to, I don't know, kind of wait and see, like it's a complete gamble on if they're going to do it or not. But I mean, I mean, you're looking at Gus 
on Thursday in the afternoon at 24, you know, 24 miles an hour, dude, that's a lot. Right. And then if you look at, if you look at Friday, 46 in the morning, 37, 24, then it dies down in the afternoon. And then it looks like it's going to get okay on, on Saturday ish, right. Up until kind of late afternoon. And then Sunday we're looking at 20 miles an hour plus almost all day. So it, it, it it's going to be with how hard this course is going to play without wind. Never mind it how it's going to play with wind, right? Because it's going to be it's firm and fast. Like Steve said, the greens are super small. Those runoff areas are an absolute nightmare and you don't know where they're going to go. And now you're playing in fucking 30 mile an hour winds. Oh, I mean, it could be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah. And Capper just mentioned something that I want to talk about Saturday for a bit. So, you know, that forecast where that I saw that it's kind of calm between like, you know, 10 AM to like 2 PM, but then the leaders, once they tee off or tee off, winds can start kicking off. You know, that might be a good opportunity to maybe live bet somebody a little farther back. I know this mm. happened in Shinnecock Hills back in 2018 where Daniel Berger and Finau, they went out in the morning and it was dead calm conditions. And then the wind kicked up the course basically become unplayable. Yep. And suddenly they went from like 45th to tie for the lead without really doing a whole lot. So, you know, if that weather forecast holds, that might be an opportunity to maybe look for some guys, maybe towards the back of the pack. They can actually make a move and take advantage of calmer conditions while the leaders might be able to, you know, either struggle to get away or might come back a little bit. Um, Sounds like we'll be doing some betting at the uh, the little one's got a birthday party Friday Friday afternoon at like six thirty. Could could be could be uh, wedging in some maybe some weekend bets. Laser tag's a good kid's birthday party as long as the adults get oh, to play. Because yeah. most kids' birthday parties are the fucking worst. Like La- unless it's like a drop off, like it's terrible. Laser tag, yeah, you get involved. A little cardio, a little do- yeah. dominate some laser tags. <laughs> we'll have to get someone to handicap who's better at laser tag, Kramer. I. Uh, all right, let's let's just hit on a couple big names, then get to our DFS idol. I will give you this name, Capper Scotty Scheffler. Can he can he stay hot? I mean, I don't think so. But I mean, I didn't think he was going to win four or six either. Yeah. Like I mean, he his profile fits this perfectly, right? He's on record saying this is his favorite fucking course. He went out and tried to practice round a six under, right? But that doesn't matter. Practice rounds really don't matter, but he's clearly familiar with this course. He's a Texas guy. So he's probably familiar with the winds. He's good around the green. I mean, what the fuck are you say bad about Scotty shuffle right now? You can't say anything bad about him. So, but at the number, right at the betting number, yeah. listen, I'm, I, I don't just like, his, I, I, we were talking about this on, on the betting show. Like if he wins, like that's it. I'm I think I'm just done betting outrights for the rest of the year until Scotty <laughs> Chef cools off. Like because I'm just wasting my money. Like if he's gonna go on this type of heater, like forget about it. But I don't know. Like I, I don't think he's gonna do it. It doesn't mean he's not gonna be a contention, but I'm not gonna bet him outright, especially at fucking ten to one. Like no, Yeah, that's crazy. It. And and he's uh eleven thousand four hundred in DFS. That's uh, that's playable though. You think yeah. so? All right. Oh, it's definitely playable. He's not he's not in my lineup. What about this name? Of course, Tiger Woods made his return for the Masters. Now, like what, what kind of uh tiger woods are we going to be getting Steve? Is he, is he gotten healthier? Like how much has he recovered to me? It felt like he did everything he could was running on like adrenaline emotion just to get there and kind of, you know, make the cut finished around that felt like the win. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I can't imagine he's progressed that much in this past, you know, a few weeks here or whatever it's been like a month or so where, what do you expect out of woods? This, uh, this event, I mean, he 
he says he's progressed, but honestly, any of his public statements, I take with a grain of salt because he, he's you know, said a lot of things over the years. He said, <laughs> I just love the fries of Perkins. You know, he's, he's right. probably said a lot of things over the years where you're like, uh, I don't know, tiger. Yeah. No, he's always been like, everything's kind of like having an iron curtain from me. You never really want to see what's actually going on. And you know, they definitely spin a lot of stuff in his favor, but yeah, I mean, listen, I saw him first hand at the masters watch right by me. I followed him around for a little bit and Saturday Tiger. that was brutal weather conditions. I even got sick and you got a guy who's got a bad back bag knee on a golf course that my dad couldn't even walk around. He's got a replacement. hip. I can't imagine how a guy almost oh, lost yeah. his leg could get around that place. He was gas. He looked tired he played awful on Saturday. Didn't play well on Sunday either. And now we're into a golf course too, where listen, like it's not as brutal of a walk, but if he doesn't drive the ball very well, he's got that Bermuda rough. He's got a hack out of that's not going to be easy for him. Uh, you know, it's going to be hot and it's going to be a difficult test. And you got the wind as well. So uh, I'm not at back of the masters. I thought actually it was e- pretty easy for him to make the cut because there's not as many guys in the field to beat. He knows the course this though. This is a completely different golf course than when he won it back in 2007, because they changed the entire thing. It's a better field. So I'm not very optimistic about Tiger this week. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be around for the weekend. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I, I I feel like it was sacrilege to um, bet against Tiger and the Masters to make the cut because the story was so compelling and it was like, hey, he's back. What? But now it's just ah, fuck the. I mean, you know, him aside, it's just like, how is he going to make the cut? Like, it, it just seems crazy. And I don't think he's going to have that like energy and that oh, I got to do it. It's Augusta. I, you know, trying to. I, I don't think he has the same attachment to the PGA Championship. No, I don't think so either. And, you know, some of the things that he struggled with the masters was his putting and his round the green game. And I mean, look, if you can't get up and down here, cause there's a lot, you're going to miss the green at your fair share. I think the green, the field average green regulation rates would be about 55%. So basically about on half the holes, you're going to be off the green. You're going to try to get up and down. And that was really deficient. You know, that might've been an area too, where he couldn't really practice a whole lot because of all his in- injuries. Maybe that hasn't come along very nicely. And yeah, if he has a little bit of missteps with the ball striking, I think it's going to cost him. All right, let's get to DFS idol before we do shout out sleeper. That's right. You already, I mean, if you're, if you're a DJ and you already have sleeper for your fantasy football, I know we have the SGPN dynasty league on there again, it is. It is uh, one of the most fun ways, just great, great, easy to use management of uh, the fantasy stuff. And now they have the new over under AKA player props. Perfect for the NBA conference finals on our last podcast. Of course, locked up the heat also said, look to Jimmy Butler's overs. Cause he's oh. a dog. And of course uh, take all the Celtics unders. They're going to, they might get swept. I, I don't want to enrage Capper. Fuck out of here with it. I'm doing a live read. (laughs) Again, the over under game, super fun, (laughs) almost as fun as uh, trolling capper. You can uh, three uh, three player uh, uh, parlay. You know, you can get up to you can get up all the way to 20x if you want to go full degen only. I think the three player one is the sweet spot and a plus six fifty. That is a very generous price. We also have our little sleeper squad where you can just copy our picks or again put your picks in there, tag me in the sleeper and say, Sean, ride my picks. If I hit your picks, hook you up with some gear. And again, as we said, whoever has the biggest win on sleeper. 
Uh, between now and the end of month of May, we'll hook you up with an additional 200 bucks and a hoodie. Just go to sleeper.com slash SGP to get started. They also have a first deposit match up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers. Terms of use for details. Kramer, I'll let you uh, start things off. Who's your first golfer? Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. So I, look, I, I did a little bit of research, right? I learned before the podcast that it was bent grass. Uh, I learned Ooh. that we were heading to Oklahoma uh, and $18 is a lot of beer, a lot of money for beer <laughs> in Oklahoma. <laughs> and I learned that this was going to be a course like Augusta, but only with a shitload of wind and some variability. So I thought it might be wise to play some guys who know the course. And so I, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you play Scotty Scheffler? Mm. Is his ownership going to be that high? Uh, I mean, I saw some projections (laughs) around 10%. Is that, is that an accurate number? Cause I don't think that's like a a deal crusher. So I'm just going to start with Scotty Scheffler. I have a different approach. I'm going to have, this is going to be a collaborative effort between me and the judges. Uh, but as you, you can't po- do that, as you uh, I, absolutely, <laughs> I can, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm sitting here, Sean. Uh, so point being said, uh, lots of confidence coming in with Scheffler and this course. Uh, is it, is it stupid to play him at uh, 11,400 Steve? So, I mean, I think the popularity of the top guys may pretty much even, I mean, unless there is, once we get finalized towards, you know, Wednesday and there's a firm weather report, cause right now his tea time is in the bad draw. So no, you might no. see his ownership go down a little bit. But I mean, maybe things get a little better and just in a vacuum, you know, I mean, I think everybody's going to have relatively equal ownership. Uh, And like we kind of talked about earlier, kind of checks a lot of boxes, great scrambler, great iron player, you know, good combination length and accuracy, one of the masters. So yeah, I mean, like this is also a very deep field. There's a lot of guys. I think we talked about last night, Capper, the, in the eight thousand dollars range and seven thousand dollars range. We really like that. You know, I, I, you know, this might be a little bit of an unpredictable PGA with the weather conditions and just some, you know, the agronomy and everything. That, you know, maybe you can afford to go big on just one guy and then get some surprises that aren't that very chalky down below. So yeah, I think that's fine. Starting off with Scott Scheffler. Stars and scrubs, fine. baby. Fine is not a ringing endorsement. Capper, oh, what do you I'll got? take fine all day. <laughs> I, I listen. I, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's a good play. As long, I got to see what the rest of his lineup looks like. This right? is so. this, this, exactly. This is like a trade down, right? You got to see what they do with the draft pick. He's <laughs> yeah, got to see what I do with this. Right, so, I gotta see what they do. Are you Bill Bella checking it up and taking a long snapper in the fucking third round two years from now? Possibly, case, possibly. Yeah, yeah that's no good, right? <laughs> so, uh, listen, I like it. I mean, you're right. He checks every fucking box, and uh, I mean, like his ownership's ticking up a little bit. The only thing I worry about is, and we talk about this uh, in the in the golf Twitter sphere, right? Like we're an, we're we're like a real echo chamber because we're like niche, right? So like we think everybody's gonna play this guy and he's gonna be super high owned, and then especially on major week, you get every Tom, Dick or Harry coming in and they click the names. They know and 11, four is not super expensive. You can still make this work. So, I mean, we're looking at what 15% ownership right now, which is, you know, basically, you know, 
whatever tied with two other guys in this range. Uh, I'm fine with it. Like, uh, listen, I, I, I clearly can't get fucking Scotty. Right. Like I haven't, I haven't hit okay. any, any of his outrights. So listen, I'm fine with it. Honestly, for me, it was either him or Rom because Thomas head case. Oh, I, like, I like, I like, I like Rom. the wind can get in his head. Uh, Rory, uh, another head ca- classic head case situation. Too much wind. Don't have any notes on Morikawa, but it just seemed obvious for me. So yeah, Sean, who do you like uh, for your first guy? A guy who has had six oh. top ten finishes in, in competition since January <laughs> won the PGA Championship all the way back in 2017. Wow! Some argue the greatest year in sports, and <laughs> he tied for six in the event in 2018. Hasn't had a great run as of late, but the PGA Championship awesome bounce back opportunity, and he is a a reasonable beer price advocate. Give me Justin Thomas at ten thousand oh, seven hundred. Horrible pick. Steve, I'll let you start. How say you? I mean, like it's Justin Thomas. Like, there's not really a lot of things to pick out with him. He's always a great brawl striker, and you know, one of the faults of him for the last year or so is that his putter was pretty bad, and that's actually turned positive. Um, the one thing I did not like about JT, I actually JT, I think was my least favorite of the guys above ten thousand dollars, and the basically the reason was I've been big on this whole, you know, I think performance off the tee is going to matter more than I think whatever people are thinking about just because it's Bermuda rough he is the worst driver statistically of all those guys. He's a little squirrely. And if that doesn't go right for him, especially with how tough it is going to hit these greens, he might lag behind the field a little bit. If he's finding himself more in the rough, even though he is a great iron player, but if you're in the rough like that, it kind of neutralizes him. So little, little squirrely and who does well in rough <laughs> areas with roots, Creek beds, squirrels. I like the angle. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. There we go. Then you know what? You just finished my thought for that. Great play, Sean. And you know what? Listen, we talked you off the ledge with Sung JM. Maybe we're just wrong on this one. No, no, no. Well, I, 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 I'm just, giving my opinion. Yeah. Well, wait till the Almighty Capper weighs in. Capper, how say you on Justin Thomas? Well, now I'm going to tell you, your pick sucks uh, with 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 the way you just spoke to me. Oh, there, come so. on. The uh, no, oh. seriously, like I don't mind JT here, man. Like he's trending in the right direction. The only thing that worries about uh, here's the deal: like you, you have to pick your guys up here, and his number was too short for an outright bet. And D in DK, yeah, absolutely, it's perfectly fine. I mean, he if he didn't chip like shit on 18, he could at least put a little pressure on Cage Lee. Um, played well, been playing well. Everything is pointing to him. I bet him hard at the Masters. Like everything's pointing. Like everything is com- coming into form, and it just—it's not all clicking yet. And I mean, shit, man, you can uh, you can certainly bet on a worse guy in this area. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with JT. I think e- either one of those picks is okay. Sounds fine. sounds like we're dead even right now, Ryan. What do you got he's, for your he's second? He's mentally golfer? weak, and he's not even the, the most. He's <laughs> not even the coolest guy named JT. Shout out Justin Timberlake. All right, uh, <laughs> next next up, I'm gonna shock the world right now because I the guy who I'm, teaser alert to later betting some. I'm taking him in some outrights. Oh the God. form is good. The course awareness is good. Another Texas guy staying near the top of the board. Our favorite Dallas Cowboy fan, Mr. Jordan oh, Spieth, ninety six hundred. He's absolutely playing like the one of the fittest golfers on tour. I Capper goes first this time because I think he loves this one. I do. I absolutely love it. And so in DFS, so look. He's definitely going to be super chalky, right? He's definitely catching oh, no. all the narrative. He's going <laughs> for the career grand slam. Listen, it's fine. You can differentiate down the board anywhere else. 
he is literally the perfect golfer for this course, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you're talking about somebody who his his off the tee game has has been so much better over the past 24, 50 rounds. It's it's insane. I know his his routine looks ridiculous, but he's doing it and he's doing it well. He just won the RBC, came in second last week, playing really well. If you want somebody who has imaginative around the greens and can chip and putt their way to victory, it's fucking Jordan Speed. And in windy conditions, mm-hmm. he gains almost a stroke on the field. Mm-hmm. And if it's going to be windy, give me that. He's a Texas guy. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm from Boston, Texas, Oklahoma. They're the same thing to me, right? So uh, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, listen, I, I love it. I, I bet him at 25 uh, to one. Uh, and it's going to be tough for me to get off of him on DFS. It's just going to depend on where the ownership comes out at. But yeah, I fucking love, I love, love, love speed this week. <laughs> Mm. I just love how mm. he, how worked the 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 arm gestures when you were saying how much you loved him. It was can, can I comment the vo- vocabulary improvements from Capper just doing a podcast with Steve have been quite amazing. Congratulations! I, I know Steve. Capper I, fancies himself <laughs> Irish, but that those the talking with the hands. There might be some Italian in there. <laughs> oh, don't stop that shit! <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you what do you got on uh, on Ryan's buddy uh, Jordan Spieth? Well, I mean, my co-host is incorrect that Spieth can putt his way to victory. I mean, look at his recent stats, and he missed what? Another he missed, he missed, he missed oh. fucking two. He missed two of those, and he can. And what's more likely to happen? Him finding his putting stroke again, or him keep doing this? I don't know. How many 18 inch mm. putts have he missed over the last like three months or so? Fine. You want to do a side okay. bet? <laughs> but listen, and he'd actually I agree there. with everything else you said, and this actually might be a tournament where you don't need to have lights out putting because I think par is going to be good. He gained. Four and a half strokes putting last week. Mm. All right, congratulations. Look at everything else he's done. That's a hard regression. So listen, I, I agree with everything else you said. I'm just calling you out for some bad info that you said. It's not you bad info. He gained four and a half strokes putting. He missed two 18 inches because he gets the yips. Like it is what it is. Oh, so he missed 18 footer, but he'll make the 25 footer he shouldn't make. You're right. I did. He does <laughs> he does have the yips. That that does worry yips. me. I'm, I'm sticking to it. So I feel pretty solid about A, the content that my lineup has created. You're so tearing far. their podcast and, apart, right? I hope you're and happy. B, and B well, let, let's just say I put a little effort into this one, okay? Had a lot of time sitting watching the uh, soccer practice and fucking physical <laughs> th- just doing a lot of things today. All right. Uh, my uh, next golfer. And, and again, this could be chalky, but oh. I'm, um, uh, uh, give me <laughs> so obvious. Who is it? Uh, what well, if you're, if you're, if it's so obvious, Ryan, who, you're for, you spent 10,700 yes. with your, come on, no, sir, Ryan, let's go. Yeah. Come on. Dead silence doesn't make good podcasts, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Make a pick. Shane Lowry. Hideki Matsuyama. Damn it, that was my first. Ah, oh, ninety-two hundred. Again, ah. uh, pretty, pretty, pretty generous price for the caliber of golfer he is. Um, his big, biggest weakness has always been putting, but again, he was able to gain over a stroke last week, as we all know, and. Fast bent grass services he puts well on, aka what we're looking at this championship. Capper, how say you on Hideki Matsuyama? Fucking love Deki, man. Oh, love no. Deki. Let's uh, go. Uh, yeah. So oh, no. he, he's another he is another chalky option in this in this area. 
Well, um, I'm going contrarian with Justin Thomas, and now a little chalk. No, yeah, this, a little chalk. Neither one of you guys have got contrarian yet, which is fine. Like whatever, <laughs> man, differentiate somewhere else. I don't give a shit. Pick the best golfer that you that you like, right? Thank you. Somewhere else, yeah, you're beautiful. Yeah, honestly, all you're doing is just pivoting off a really good player up here. So just pick yeah, your guy. Yeah, like. pick your guy. Right? Yeah. take your stand. What do you what do you, what do you think, Steve, on uh, Matsuyama? What's your handicap? Oh, I, I love the pick. I mean, listen, I Capper and I both have said glowing things about yeah. him the last three podcasts. I think we mentioned him on Sunday, Monday and Tuesday. And the fact he's a great ball striker, really good on difficult golf courses. You just mentioned it, uh, Sean, that listen, while he is deficient on putting, he puts very well to Gussie. He puts pretty good on bent grass surfaces. Great scrambler too. Great getting up and down. I think he's going to do very well this week. Mm. And never you, mind the be- every tournament that matters, this guy hits, <laughs> this is going to be a clip the most beautiful wood mm. like three wood five wood <laughs> like he, he just he stripes it and it goes beautiful like wood. five feet to the pin it's, it's really the beautiful. it's the it's the shape of the wood that uh, the, the wood shot wood. that that capper is really admiring that's right you gotta get that little bend up make yeah, sure it's, it's that spot. it's uh yeah oh wow okay so now <laughs> i i wasn't i wasn't being sexual but clearly you were okay couple uh couple of guys chiming in, in the chat richard oh, gersberger no. he has uh two bets he's on Shane Lowry and Rory McElroy, uh, Pooh Puncher likes uh, Victor Hovland <laughs> and Kepka, and uh, Kramer Hink seems like an unrelated Kramer. How can you not lay the car payment on Scotty yeah, Scheffler? No. Again, to me, it's just more like ten to one for attorney winner. I I can't imagine, like even if it was. Uh, you know, Woods in his prime. Okay, maybe ten to one, but I don't know, ten to one for an outright. As you know say why? In the biz, isn't Buster, that tempting? Buster Douglas, Sean. That's why. So can I say something about the Scheffler outright? Yeah. So if the weather is really this crazy and Scheffler is going to play in the worst winds, you probably will be able to get a better price on him later during the tournament. Because listen, like it's very unexpected that if he's going to get to a fast start in this stuff, he's probably going to be trailing behind heading to the weekend. The number will be a little better. So if you want to be a little patient, hmm. maybe bet him on Saturday. If he's still within shouting distance, maybe gets a favorable weather uh, draw on Saturday. Maybe that's the time to strike. Maybe, but chasers here don't do well. Like typically you're either a first round leader or you have the 36 hole lead. Yeah. But with this weather conditions, it might shake up the leaderboard uh, on Saturday. I like this. Yes, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe Very- you're taking, you're taking a gamble. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what we are, Steve. We, we don't. We don't approve gambling. Yes, that's right, baby. The, the EV army loves uh, variance because it creates opportunity and extracting <laughs> and, value opportunity is what uh, we're looking for. Kramer, can I just ask you something real quick? Yes, you, Do you, you think half of the people listening to this shit understand who Buster Douglas is? <laughs> that's a great question. I it, feel like our audience. Let's a little put out. So let's yes. put out a Twitter poll. Do let's like do who, it. Do you let's know do who Buster Douglas is? No, no, like no judgment. Do you know who Buster? Yeah. Douglas do you know? Is? No judgment. I, I was just curious. Like like. I don't know. I feel like when I, I mean, to- yeah, I guess you're right. Cause maybe they wouldn't know it. Me, you know what it means. I don't want to give it away now. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. I'm ready to fire. All right. So we're just going to stick with the theme, right? Like we're saying uh, it could Shop. be just could be, a, no, not that theme or maybe that theme. I don't know because he's another guy who knows the course. Uh, he's actually from Oklahoma, not Texas. Although Capper thinks it is the same thing. Uh, They do call them flyover states. Texas doesn't think they're included in that, but they kind of are. Anyway, we're going to head right over to Taylor Gooch. He's another course guy Uh. from Oklahoma. The price is right at 7,400 because, as you know, as you mentioned, Capper, I'm going to have to dip down now, find some of those guys, hopefully, that you like. Mm 
I, well, I, 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 I have, also have oh, I oh also no. have Taylor Gooch. Oh no, we're gonna, they're gonna so, we're like, all right. You so guys can evaluate us as a team. We here. just did a duet. <laughs> we're we're holding hands in front of you, uh, Steve. Seventh in in the field in total strokes gained over his last fifty rounds, and he finished in a tie for fourteenth at the uh, I guess the national in his Masters debut. Just wanted to get that Gooch nugget in there. An awesome name and very fun. <laughs> while you're watching at the office, you just yell Gooch. Keep that in mind when evaluating this pick. All right. Well, I'm the soft place to fall first because we both got burned on him bad last week. And I know my co-host is way more bitter than I am. I'm a little more forgiving. <laughs> so look, he played really bad on Thursday last week at the Byron Nelson, hitting some iron shots that like clearly just something was wrong. Oh, like I, I I think at the Valspar last year it was a similar situation. Everybody liked him scooch. and he just was bad. Came back and played a little better on Friday, but it was very discouraging how he played on that Thursday. So, look, if you want to make the argument for Taylor Gooch is that a lot of the similar arguments that I made for him ahead of the Masters, which he played very well and cashed, you know, a nice top 20 bet for me there, applies here. Good history putting on bent grass, decent scrambler. You know, the iron play had been pretty good up until about last week, though. So... I mean, like, I think it's going to depend on where his popularity is. I see it. I think it's a little bit around the board. I think Capper can speak better to where the popularity is kind of gauged if it's actually a good play. Um, mm-hmm. If it's, if people are burned from last week, because I think he was popular, um, maybe that might be a pivot play, mm-hmm. but if, if it's chalk, then I don't know. Probably look somewhere else. Oh no. Yeah. So he's not chalk. Okay. Yes. He's definitely not chalk. Uh, he'll come in between like probably six and 9%, oh. but Perfect, but he's he's a problem. Oh no, his irons look like Steve said they look bad. Like they just didn't show up. And he started to turn it around on Friday, the front nine, and and it just regressed back on the 18. I don't know what was wrong with him. He did not look like him. Um, typically, he's he, he he's great with his irons. But uh, another problem is is that with 150 and in, he's like over a hundred in this field. Um, so, I mean, look, he's a good flop lag spot, right? Like if you just want to play the, Hey, you did shit last week, burn people. I'm going to make a pivot play. Um, you know, that's it's fine. like, he's speaking another language. That's great. <laughs> you know what flop lag is you play poker. No, I, I'm, I'm just, it's, it's, he is, we're uh, also doing a show capper. Taylor, so Taylor Gooch. People is, might laugh at that. Taylor Gooch <laughs> is a uh, 110 to one. Can, can I, can I say Sean <laughs> on wind that, that before uh, the golf gambling podcast, there were shows where we agreed on golfers who won <laughs> one large future. So yes. I think while the judges don't see the beauty in what we just performed, hundred dollar bet on wind bet pays <laughs> you 11 grand. No, I'm not Or the Gooch. I'm just going for the DFS play. But yeah, let's uh, let's let's stand united with Speak this. Speak for one. yourself, Ryan. Okay. All right, we're gonna get to the second half of our lineups. Before we do that, Ooh, athletic greens, man, uh, just did a little trip down to Mexico. A lot of a lot of boozing, a lot of eating unhealthy stuff. But you know what? I, every day I woke up and I got my athletic greens, so I felt way better than I normally would. Uh, we're going back to Vegas soon again. Love uh, taking my athletic greens with me. You just feel you just feel better. Again, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. It just gets your day started right. And again, the taste is good. Like you you get that scoop of the AG1, the athletic greens, put it in your shaker, get a little water, and uh, again, your day 
starts out to a much better start. I'll be honest, like a couple days, I um, maybe forgot to, to have the athletic grains. I noticed a difference. I missed it. And again, it feels like it helps me with my sleep. Certainly gut health. If you're uh, like me and you just, your guts all jacked up from, you know, years of uh, just grinding it out in sports books and, you know, maybe just putting stuff in your stomach that doesn't belong there. Animal fats. The AG one is a, as a uh, welcome refresher. AG one supports. Uh, yeah. Like I said, sleep quality recovery over 7,000 five-star reviews to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreenscom slash SGP athleticgreenscom slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. There's a uh, pretty funny guy in the YouTube chat say he, he logged in. I think this is, he must be like a kid or something. Cause he goes uh, Fortnite battle pass. Who's watching this right now. I just got on my dad's account on here and he watches this thing. Nice. <laughs> I think he, oh no. He's about to be 11 and in the fourth grade, mm. he's All learned right. a bunch of choice words from now uh, for me to yeah. already. Sorry. Sorry, kid. Yeah. Uh, just listen to the DFS advice. And if you hear any of these words that you feel like are bad, you're probably ask your dad. Yeah. Ask your dad. If you're allowed to say them. All right. I'm going to kick off the second half. It's not our job to censor the internet, Sean. No, no, no. If you you leave a door unlocked in your home, that's on you, (laughs) but unplug your, save it it for the uh, IP vanishery. Don't talk to the robots. (laughs) All right. Am I Uh, up? No, I, I was going to go next. What do you mean? You both, we both threw out a gooch. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That needs go. to get clipped. Somebody clip that. Well, we, I mean, look, you, you know, sometimes you have a bad experience with a gooch, but that doesn't mean you go back to the gooch. You go back to the gooch every time capper, every time. All right. Talking oh. about bank grass. I think this guy uh, excels at the old putting on the bank grass 7,300. Do we, do we like uh, Mr. Jason Kokrak, Steve? Uh, one of my favorite plays in the seventh range. Let's Let go, me tell baby. you all about Jason Kokrak here. So <sighs> look, like you just talk about the bent grass putting performance. That's really good. Come off a really good performance of Byron Nelson, really good. Great crossover golf course comps <laughs> based on where he's had success at. Shadow Creek, one there, really difficult greenside surrounds. Memorial Park in Houston, really difficult greenside surrounds. One at Colonial. Which was a Perry Maxwell golf course he built uh, Southern Hills until Gil Hans, you know, renovated it. And Gil Hans is actually going to go to Colonial next year and renovate it too. So you got a lot of good crossover comps. The stats look great. One of the things I've been big on as far as like is, is uh, performance off the tee. He's got a great combination of length and accuracy. He's really actually, you know what? I'll leave the bunker uh, uh, mm. tip for my coach because I know he loves Co Crack too. So yeah, I, I think this is a great play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it, man. I mean, listen, everything he said, and Kokrak used to be one of the worst bunker players on the PJ Tour. So bad. And now he is up to sixth in this field and ninth overall. He has worked on his game and he can get out of bunkers. And this is a hundred percent a great course for him. Fuck that live narrative. I don't care. Sergio played good last week. Uh, Kokrak played good last week. They still want their money. They don't know what's happening with this Saudi shit yet. Like they and they still have pride, man. Like they're still they still want to go out and win a golf tournament. They're still competitors. They can go out there and they want to beat that guy. Give me Kokrak, my favorite Texan in Oklahoma. Wow. Not actually Texan, but he looks like he's Texan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that's that that was like the that was a long, a joke. 
Yeah, he's actually just, from he's actually from Cleveland, but he likes Texas. <laughs> He's got, he's got Texan vibes. Well, he's Ohio. He? Ohio he is basically. Dude, Pamela, Pamela was on the show tonight. She's from Texas. I said, doesn't he look like a Texas guy? She said a hundred percent. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Looks good. at bolo tie. Ka- Capper knows his guys from Texas. This oh, guy yeah. is not a Texan. He's far from it, but it's $7,500. I like the experience. I like uh, bringing an international flavor to my lineup. Ooh, and a guy, you already have a little bit. I uh, mean. And a guy in the past couple of weeks just been playing great. Give me Jason Day outside of one bad round. He's uh, he's been pretty good. He's had four top twenty five finishes in his past five starts at the PGA Championship, and he's only seventy five hundred. So much drip, too. Steve. So much drip. How say you on Jason Day? I mean, it's definitely a pivot play. Uh, I don't think wow. many people are playing. Jason that is Day that is so insulting. <laughs> so look, like if if I can make the case, because honestly, for every golfer, I can. Jason Day is going to win I can, I can spin a narrative where they look good. So mm-hmm. I think for Jason Day, I think he's going to need really difficult conditions where everybody's missing greens. Yes, because honestly, that's kind of the one thing he only really does well now. The ball striking's <laughs> really gone away. He isn't as good off the tee, but he still can scramble. He still can get up and down. He's good pen press putter. He needs a golf this week in order to succeed. So look, listen, like you guys were picking some popular picks up top. I don't think many people are playing Jason day. I mean, he wasn't unique lineup alert. So there you go. I mean, I, you need ugly golf though. If you want to succeed uh, expert on ugly golf, that's uh, one Capper, of the- what do you say? <laughs> yeah. Yep. But uh, what Steve said, man, I don't know, man. I, like I can't, I can't get behind. I can't get behind him. I would rather play Patrick Reed than just thing. Oh man, Sean, I'm sorry. That that must have been tough to hear. After the 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 highs of, of what you, I just experienced, and now the lows of what you're experiencing. It's all right, I'm on an the, island. That's that's the funniest thing I've ever heard Steve say. <laughs> that, well, that's certainly a pivot play. That's I want. I'm gonna Kramer, make you go. I'm I got I have to collect myself. I, I'm gonna make that a sound drop. <laughs> I, that's a pivot play. That's and Colby has some really bad picks. We can drop that one. Oh, well, that's a pivot. Play. All right, uh, this you know uh, I know we haven't really gotten. To too deep into the model talk, which is unfortunate because I know Capper is now a models guy and a <laughs> system models guy. <laughs> system right, guy. Uh, Dude, I got fucking fifth in the uh, mini max last week. Oh hell yeah! I love hey, that you're a fucking it. a shop. All right, yeah. this guy I think is popping across all the models, all the systems. I'm going. Uh, is it? Is his name Miss uh, Tringale? Tr- no, uh, Tringali. Tringali. <laughs> He's not a system guy this week. No, yeah, no? system of bullshit Fuck. picks. I thought that's a pivot play. I, 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 no bullshit. <laughs> Kill him. Yeah. No, no bullshit. I thought. I dog. thought they were going to tell me that this was a smart play because he is a guy that can play in bad weather. He is a guy that 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 has done done well on difficult courses. So I was like, wow, I was going to be smart come in with this angle, and and uh, who knew his name was Tringali, and it was a horrible <laughs> pick. Uh, Capper, you go first. <laughs> So look, I mean, like he's 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 not a horrible pick, okay? Oh, like he's you. not he, seventy one hundred. Like, no, yeah, like he's not a horrible pick. The problem is, is like typically he's, I mean, five out of the last six, he's been pretty shitty around the greens. Um, uh, he's kind of shitty off the tee. Oh, that's uh, a great combo. I hate that I I went I went system play here. I, this was a horrible system play. Well, well you you made the wrong model. Right. Um, <laughs> so, Barely. 
I don't know, man. Like it's, I guess it's fine. Like, I don't know. Like I, I would much rather okay. play All right. a bunch Steve, of other guys around here. Like, Steve, no, like, no, take no. me out of my misery. So, I mean, I, I think your model is probably drawing upon a lot of old data. Oh, no. He was on a heater last year. Uh, all right. And he's out. Listen, no, you're right. No, you can't change it. You're right. He was on, he did, did very well on some difficult golf courses over the last year or so. Oh. I mean, things have kind of cratered a little bit for him. Like my co was mentioned off, he has been very good scrambling. He has been very he's, good either. He's not horrible. Um, you know, I mean, look like again, another pivot play and <laughs> if he can regress, I guess, back to some of his form last year, it uh, could be good. Um, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's Steve's tone of voice is always the best. He's not mad. He's just disappointed. I got to go back to the he's drawing just, board. He's just disappointed. <laughs> all right. I have a, I have a plan. I have all a plan. Right. Uh, this uh, one, I I'm, I'm, I'm going all in on this one. The international flavor continues. Hmm. The man who just got a uh, a, a uh, record two under at the uh, RBC Heritage finished nine under and tied oh. for twelfth place. He is a Canadian. Shout out Uh-oh. to the our great friends up north. That really filters it over down the past thirty six rounds. He ranks seventh in strokes gained, ball striking, and sixth in stroke gained off the tee. Wow! I'm getting a lot of this information from SportsGamblingPodcast.com. <laughs> Give it up for Corey Connors at eight thousand dollars. Capper, we have a winner, right? Let's fucking go. I, listen, and we want to talk about using Augusta as a cop. Like this is a guy who over his career uh, has been team. No, but he's captain fucking team. No, but mm. like, and but for whatever reason, he puts really well at Augusta plays really well around the green at Augusta. And he is a world-class iron player and he's perfectly fine off the tee here. I love it at eight K. Uh, he was chalk uh, last last week or two weeks ago, and he failed everybody. And by failed everybody, he came in twenty fourth, and so now everybody's going to be off of him. If you can get Corey Connors at ten to twelve percent ownership here, absolutely all fucking day. I got him as a top ten bet. Uh, I got him in a matchup. Let's Ooh. fucking go, Corey Connors. Wow. Okay. Uh, we, we, what's this? What's this tricky shit too? We we back in the Escalade back in like back in the old days. Well, like, what, like you guys are going down the board now. All of a sudden, I get an eight thousand dollars. Well, like, what threw it off was that we both had Gooch. Ryan, Ryan judges are not happy his... here with the with the <laughs> shenanigans you just fucking no, pulled. It, Ryan threw it off by pulling Gooch as his like third guy. You know, I have a lot. I have a better strategy overall. Ryan likes to pull the Gooch. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Steve, any thoughts on uh, Connors? I mean, co-sign pretty much everything uh, oh, my co said. I think the only the other thing I want to add is, you know, kind of like with Co-Crack, you know, the around the green game was a weakness for him. But over the last year, he's gotten much better with his bunker play. Now he's net positive around the green. That's really improved. And like you know, my co said, you know, he was really good at Augusta National. He also was really good at Kiowa last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was yep. a difficult, windy golf course as well. I, you know, he I, over the last year and a half or so, he's really become a consistent like complete player. And I really like him this week. The roller coaster that both of us have been on over the last Th- couple They're playing with our so. emotions, Ryan. Well, I, close I, it out. I, I know you, well, I know no, you got hold a good on. I, this is the part where I come out and I ask for some, uh, some assistance <laughs> from the, I have, se- have $7,200 left. Oh, you can't. Ooh. Okay. Uh, sh- there are a number of like, it seems like this, uh, the pricing between like there, there's like 30 guys within like $400. 
so I, I, you, I you, so you have seventy two hundred left. I have seventy two hundred left. All right, so let's take it to seventy one. I mean, if, if Clay Aiken, you, if Clay Aiken came out and said, "Hey, can you help me sing the song?" What did they throw him off the show? Come on. Uh, well, we're having a conversation <laughs> again. American Idol was entertainment. This is content, Sean. So Capper was about to say something. Please, I was about to say. I was about to say at least go to seventy one hundred, right? You don't want to max out the the fifty k. Okay, that that's bad luck. Okay, so who who's the guy in that range that pops? Who who's gonna make this? Because I see Ricky Ricky Fowler, and I know he's been slumping. Oh, but Jesus fucking Christ! No, he's so good looking. I I just stop it's it. so hard to Ryan, Ryan gets it. mesmerized by his past. I get lost in his eyes. So who am I throwing in there? Who's the he's guy? Go, he's going. He's going to live tour too. By the way, um, <laughs> who, well, I'm mean, of course he is. Yes, yeah, I mean, I, I, you got some options. I mean, you know, yeah. I like a Brian Harmon, seven thousand okay. dollars. I think some yep. of these shorter, accurate guys are going to get a little undervalued this week, just because I think the popular narrative just PGA Championship bomber. Yeah. Well, that's not really the case this week. It's you know, it's it's, it's even though it's seventy five hundred yards, it's going to play a lot shorter, just because a lot of the length is in the par fives and par threes. You know, you're going to have some shorter pro shots, and with wider fairways and firm fairways, and that Bermuda rough, it's really going to pay dividends being the fairway. Harmon does that when a very accurate player, really good scrambler, good putter too. Like him, you got Kevin Nas when hit his irons really good, yeah. kind of the same profile player, Ooh, like accurate, Kevin good Nas. scrambler. Um, Sebastian Munoz has been pretty good, good combination no. of accuracy. You, well, you don't like you don't like Munoz this week. I love Munoz, man. He catches seventy one and bet me last week, but I don't like him at this course. Okay. Can I ask right. is is Matt Kuchar a playable guy no. this week? No, okay. Cooch. Well, I go with I think, Cooch when you have the Gooch this week. Hey, chalk. Oh no. really? Okay. I was gonna say Cooch and Gooch, you know. It's like a. It's what a about game. what about your boy Bobby Mack? He can go Bobby Mack too. You got yeah, Aaron Bobby Mack six thousand nine hundred. Got Aaron Wise on there. You got Lucas Herbert down there. Your yeah, favorite. the year baby, my boy. Yeah. So I would. So yeah, let's let's make a consensus. I think the consensus would be. Well, you say you had seventy one hundred left. Seventy one hundred left. All right. So let's leave at least at least two hundred on the table. That gets rid of the seven K range with Norn and HV three. And you said no Ricky Fowler. Definitely not Ricky Definitely Fowler. Definitely fucking no Ricky Fowler. <laughs> Let's go. I would say, Steve, I think we both agree like sixty nine to sixty seven hundred the safest play is Bobby Mack, yeah. Yeah, I think so. If you think if you want a guy who's gonna make the cut Bobby Mack is a good play. Oh, and he's sixty nine hundred. I you get you did both get seem excited about Kevin Na. Maybe I'll be swapping out Tringale for Kevin Na. But that, uh, that, leaves so, you, so, that leaves you four hundred. So uh, now, now you can move somewhere else. Ooh, so I guess, I guess what you're looking for, though, Kevin Na's really volatile. Like I can uh, see him like doing really well, but also shooting like plus eight in the first eight, just bombing out. No. Bobby Mack seems like just safe, reliable at six nine hundred bucks. He's going to make the cut. Yep, I love this. We we finished, and now Sean's upset about this. But that that was a great conversation no, I mean, we just had. Sean, we, we, uh, we can help you too, buddy. He, Ryan Kramer's been disqualified. Oh, um, oh, okay. Judge, jury, and executioner <laughs> over here. You and right. your hat. My, I did not realize <laughs> that I had this Neapolitan of. Uh, has Has anyone recognized the master's hat in LA yet? Or they were like, "What is What is that green food source you're wearing?" I'll be head? honest. I've not I've not worn it outside yet. <laughs> but judging by the people who recognize an eagle's hat, I would say no. Not the most savvy. Uh, you use one. For a golf course? Oh my God. <laughs> my final golfer is from England. Oh. Give He's me... checking on that. He's making sure. No, I'm, I'm, run, I'm, I'm running some numbers <laughs> over here. And place uh, your bets, please. You know, I'm going with wow, this is... $7,200. Justin Rose. Ooh, crafty oh, oh veteran. No. 
I feel like this is what you, and again, if we get some wet conditions, I want a guy who's golfed in the rain, a bunch and some wind capper. How do I see you just a row for, for 72? This is, this is DFS idol, right? So yes. it's a no for me dog. Capper's Capper's He came out here and said, you know, what? I'm going to be Randy Jackson, not Simon Cow. It's a no for me dog. It's All a right. no for me dog. Hard and no. It's the, it's not even close. Charles, do I do I put in Charles Schwartzel over him? Mm. But you didn't get my opinion. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, Steve, how dare maybe you? Maybe Steve can say. You don't me. like Rosie though. <laughs> Hold on, save it. So there have been times that we have poo pooed Justin Rose last yes. year. Capper, you know very well, especially <laughs> majors that he looked like complete dog shit coming in yep. and burned the hell out of us. Uh, that's the only case I can make for Justin Rose because everything else kind of sucks. He might be cut. So I I don't like Rose really at all this week. Um, not right. a whole lot to hang. I, I think have, Reed, you know what, Sean? Sergio. I have seventy two hundred. Even so. though you disqualified me, I'll allow you to ask for help from the okay seventy two hundred. Who am I? Who am I plugging in there? So you're in the same range as Ryan, yeah. right? Yeah. We don't want. We don't you want like Max. You, no, but I want something different than you love Kevin now. You well, love high value. All right, you're right. Kevin Na, sixty nine hundred. Case closed. Boom, three hundred dollars on the table. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Boom. Uh, we're gonna give out some outrights, some long shots, whatever else we got going. Uh, shout out to IP Vanish, of course. Make your IP disappear. Again, you're a, you're a DJ. You're up to some things on the internet. You know, you want first off, you need your data secure, your browsing history secure. And uh, you don't need to be slowed down. You can use IP Vanish on your Fire Stick for streaming. Again, unlimited devices, which is really good. You can get it on your mobile. Again, I, I was traveling a bunch. Uh, the uh, resort I was staying at, their password was Nachos Twenty One. Mm. You knew I fired on the VPN as <laughs> soon as I got on there. That is not secure. Sometimes it's your only option. The VPN keeps you safe, keeps you secure, and. Again, give it a try. I think you're going to like it. If you don't, for some reason, I'd be surprised. 30 day money back guarantee. Can't go wrong there. And if you use our link, ipvanish.com slash SGP, 70% off their yearly plan. ipvanish.com slash SGP, 70% off Kramer. Hit, hit, hit the judges with your final uh, bets here. My uh, my final bets. All right, so maybe maybe we can walk it uh, walk it down because the first ones that I'm I got on my screen right here are some top tens. Okay, All right. Jordan Spieth plus two twenty five. That's a great number. That's a great number. Where the uh, fuck is that at? Uh, win bet, obviously. Uh, uh, w- let's see what else do we have. Uh, Go- Gooch eight to one. No, mm. Ten, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take it if your book doesn't want it. <laughs> I think I'd rather drop down to a top twenty if you're going with Oh, okay. Let me let me. That's probably going to be around like what plus three fifty plus four hundred. See, this is yeah. why we we workshop this together. May, maybe give yourself a little more wiggle room for a decent payout. Still, I just I yeah. need to have Gooch on the card. Uh, which, by why? the way, you gotta, why do you have to have Gooch on the card? Because I I like three fifty. Nice call, Steve. Uh, I I like uh, I like the uh, the you got to follow the golf gambling podcast on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm delayed. Here, because I'm placing bets. Uh, because uh, the, you know, if you if you aren't uh, a fan of listening to, to Capper's accent, <laughs> you can get a, a visual version of his uh, his betting cad every week. Uh, so yeah, yeah th- I'll go. All right, so there, there's a there's a top ten and a top twenty for you. Do, do we like co crack in any of those formats? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, top, yeah. I, I got him at top twenty at plus three seventy. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I, seeing. I, top I'm seeing, 20's pretty good. Nice. I'm seeing uh, four to one in that kind yeah. of situation. So, uh, Sean, anything in the top ten, top twenty markets that you're digging? Uh, I'm going mostly. I'm going mostly. Um, Just fucking winner. Winner outright, yeah, and then uh, I I have. I got, yeah, a, I got a first round a leader. All right. These are all over on WinBet. Amatsuyama at 20 to 1. Ding. Corey Connors at 50 to 1. And the Gooch man at 110 to 1 on WinBet. And my first round leader. I don't give out 25 first round leaders. I only give out one. And it's a winner. Wait, what? And it is Scotty Scheffler plus twenty five hundred oh, wow. for the first round leader. I think there is very much a world where he starts out hot, he rides that momentum, and then he falls apart as the pressure gets to him as the week goes on. Twenty five to one at WinBet for the first round leader. That to me is a hell of a deal. Kramer, anything else you want to throw out for the good folks? Uh, uh, I mean, we're just gonna walk right past that horrible bet. Uh, uh, do I agree we- with Kramer, by the way. <laughs> yeah, horrible bet. <laughs> yeah, horrible. George, right, so, in the morning. Uh, if I'm yeah. <laughs> at the top of the board, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, it, w- should I wait on Jordan Spieth or am, no. is it safe to bet him now? Wait, uh, wait, 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 what are you talking about? For no, you, it, no. So he's going off right. the, if, at this weather what, forecast, he's going off in the morning. Yeah. It's a good number. So you what number do you, do what number do you got? Sean, what do we got at WinBet? Do you have it in front of you? For who? For uh, what? Jordan Spieth. Spieth to win it all or just first round? Outright. 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 16. I'm going to guess. Yeah, we'll say we can say sixteen or seventeen. Mm. What do we got? Eighteen. Give me an eighteen. While you're looking that up, I, fifteen to one. Fifteen to nah, one. Nah, right. you no? can't bet that. No, not good um, enough. Oh, and one more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna circle up. it and say Capper told me to not win with this one. It sounds like <laughs> I, I should be co-signing the Corey Connors uh, outright. Uh, you guys seem to like that. Uh, is Kokrak uh, at, at uh, one twenty-five to one? Yeah, yeah. let's go. Um, absolutely, going to play some of that. Any uh, so who who's the who's like the 30, 40 to one guy that I should be adding to the card here? What do you think, Steve Berger? Sixty-six. And, Ber- and Berger's higher than that. He's Berger's oh, okay. sixty-six. Um, can't lay still twenty-five. Is Xander hanging around thirty? I've seen. Nah, probably, uh, probably probably not. I've seen Neiman pop up on a lot of models too. I but no. maybe those models. Are yeah, incorrect. I mean, I'm more of a Neiman guy than he is. I mean, he won me a big ticket at Riviera, so I definitely have more of a soft spot than Capper does. Um, you know, I mean, he played great for three rounds, and he just kind of fell apart in the final yeah, round. You know, I still let's believe go. in the kid. Yeah, let's go. Um, All right. If the numbers okay, it's you could do worse. I think it's like 45, 40 to one. That's something. not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Would you rather? So, Steve, would you rather bet? Neiman at forty five or Burger at sixty six. Burger at sixty six. Right. I'll just put both guys. We don't have to argue. Yeah. I'll just put both on the card. <laughs> we're not, we're not, this is not golf. Golf is easy. You just add it. Like it's just simple. You just say okay. One more bet. All right, and uh, one more lock. A head to head. I really like. Give me uh, Hideki Matsuyama minus one ten, uh, straight up against Xander. How say you guys on that? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, like both guys. Yeah, it's dicey. That's a coin flip. Well, that's why it's one ten. <clears throat> All right, I gotta ask the experts. I'm gonna I'm gonna play two. Unlike you, I'm not just playing. For, I don't have a first round leader, but I want one from each one of them. I need a first round leader from Steve. All right, first, and then let's close it out. All right, Steve, toss out a first round. Well, I think it's gonna come in the morning. So you got your lot of options. You got your Speeds. You got Cam Smiths. Uh, I'm gonna go with Xander thirty to one. I think he gets off to a hot start. 
Uh, he had just got really hot over the weekend at the Byron Nelson. You know, we saw him last year at the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. He got to a really fast start there, too, at a golf course where he kind of was you know, familiar with. This is a golf course that sets up well for him as far as the Augusta National Comps, has done well at Colonial. I like him to get off to a fast start and kind of continue the trend. Capper. Okay. So I got four right now. Four. Just give out one. We got to no, wrap fuck this you. up. I'm going to give four. No, the, uh, I really have a hard four. out. Let's I will go. literally run through them in two seconds. Okay. Two and seconds. then the rest of my card will be out. And I hit one every three or four weeks. Uh, so Decky, 40 to one. Okay. Xander, 35 to one. Okay. Smith, 35 to one. And Spieth, 28 to one. Oh, speed, speed's going on the card. Yeah. With this weather forecast, you want someone going off in the morning in the morning. All right. And just to be, uh, so everyone's clear, I am, I am going to take all of those as well. Load it up. (laughs) Awesome card. And of course, make sure you subscribe to the golf gambling podcast. They got a ton of podcasts breaking down all the DFS, all the picks, all the action. Don't forget to tell them about the contest. Leave a rate and review. Yes. Rate and review. Where's the link uh, that people can go to get that? All they have to do is rate and review the podcast, leave their Twitter handle or their email in the review. And then we're randomly going to pull the draw for the uh, Odyssey uh, white hot butter. There you go. You can win a putter. Can I enter? Uh, what? No. Can I enter? No. Ryan, no. you are no. not eligible. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean, stacking the one green, and he is Ryan. It sounds like you got somewhere to go, Sean. Kramer, let it ride.